A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We as wrestling fans are a reactionary bunch, aren't we? As excited and pumped as we can get at moment's notice, we're also happy to go the other way when someone tells us about a match and we go nuts. How dare anybody think that we would ever want to see that? Sometimes there are other facts behind such things, but that's why we're here today. We're gonna talk about it. For I am Cyber What Culture, please do hit that subscribe button. This is 10 wrestling matches you hated before you even saw him. Number 10, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 20. So we start with an interesting one because look, if you were not around for WrestleMania 20 because you weren't even born, let me make it very clear, on paper, people had wanted this for ages. Goldberg's first WWE run wasn't all that great, but he was still a tank. And Lesnar during this period was even more ridiculous than he is now. He had that renegade youthful energy that made him totally unpredictable. Unfortunately, just as we were building up to this, the whole thing fell apart. Fans soon caught on to the fact that Bill had decided not to extend his one-year contract so was out the door. And in even more shocking circumstances, Brock had decided, I want out too. I mean, that one was not on the cards. It meant when they faced off in Madison Square Garden, Thousands of people saw this as two wrestlers who were leaving, and they just wrecked the pair. The booze, the chance, the rage. Go and watch Lesnar during this too. Goldberg admitted the man was ready to lose it. You even had Shane McMahon in the crowd riling everybody up, and thankfully Steve Austin was the special guest referee in this, so there was some respite. But honestly, talk about going off the rails. This one didn't work at all. Number 9, Britt Baker versus Big Swole at All Out 2020. I think most of us were all good seeing Britt Baker versus Big Swole in a wrestling ring. It was during a time they were finding themselves in AEW and a good performance from both would help establish themselves at the top of the card. And then we got a cinematic match instead. Now this was not all Elite Wrestling's fault as their hands were tied because yes, this came bang in the middle of a pandemic meaning all rules are out the window. We had to rethink what wrestling was and as we learned, without fans it ain't great. It's why we had so many of these movie-like fights and when it came to Baker and Swole, I just don't think fans were into the idea. The extra kicker it would be in a dentist's office just underlined that, and while Brit and Big did the best they could, in hindsight, any worries were kind of accurate. But what was the alternative, though? An empty arena brawl? We were going to get enough of them either way. Number 8, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey at Extreme Rules 2022. Hate is a little bit strong, but concern would be true, because before Ronda and Liv went at it in an Anything Goes match, Morgan's run as champion had not been great. In fact, any time she got into it with Rousey, she was basically murdered before escaping with the gold. Probably would have worked if she was meant to be a bad guy, but unlike Billie Eilish, she wasn't. It meant going into the premium live event, everyone felt like Ronda was just going to wreck Liv. <laughs> yeah, 
she did. It was like a freight train. It also served to confirm the audience's opinion that Morgan's reign hadn't done her any favors. This basically was just not the way to go. Now, thankfully, it turned out that WWE did have a plan for Liv, who has currently lost her mind and embracing the violence, so at least we ended up in a good place. But yeah, for a while there... This wasn't the best use of a very good talent. Number seven, Ric Flair's last match. Mostly because everybody was terrified. I do feel it's important to throw out there that who are we to decide when Ric Flair is and isn't allowed to wrestle? All of us will get into our 70s at one point, and I bet we'll be the same. If we want to go out there and do something we've been doing our whole life, why can't we? It's a fair point. From the outside looking in, though, this was an elderly man who had almost died after some serious health issues risking their life. Wrestling is really hard to begin with, even if some people forget that, and all it would take is one wrong move for the absolute worst to happen. It was genuinely scary. Thankfully, everybody walked away mostly okay, although Flair was knocked out during the thing. And we still had that spot where Rick pretended to have a heart attack mid-match. My word. The true irony is that the rumors suggest this is in fact not the Nature Boy swan song. And I can't lie. Not sure I personally could go through this for a second time. Eventually, you are just tempting fate. Number six, Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole at WrestleMania 26. I mean, what were we thinking? It was bad enough we made our lead announcer a heel because having Cole rag on all the good guys was hard enough. But then to have him feud with Jerry Lawler on commentary, good grief. The point was to lead to a match at the show of shows where once again Steve Austin was the guest ref. And for some reason, all of this went 20 minutes. Even Michael has said in subsequent interviews this was a bad idea because it was a very bad idea. It also had a screw job finish as Cole got the win after the initial decision was reversed. And after a while, it became quite clear this was just Vince McMahon trying to wind up the audience. Fair play to that guy. He did a great job. Really, everybody knew that at the very best, this was just going to be average. So why on earth would you schedule it for WrestleMania? Truly, truly madness. Number five, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury at Crown Jewel 2019. I get why WWE would want Tyson Fury in a wrestling ring. He's a celebrity and has a huge following, so it should result in those headlines you don't often get. But did anybody else want to see this, though? No, no, they did not. I suppose it happening in Saudi Arabia made it a little more palatable because those events for a while were glorified house shows. But even then, there was no way it could be anything but an out-of-control roller coaster. And then, yeah, it was an out-of-control roller coaster. In hindsight, picking Braun for this role wasn't smart either as you really needed someone who could walk fury through the thing. <laughs> If you can believe it, it ended with a count-out. It was like we wanted to piss people off. I suppose the counter-argument is that this was never expected to be anything but utter craziness. There's always benefits to having outside people involved, but still, no hardcore fan was ever going to be looking forward to this. Number four, Butterbean versus Bart Gunn at WrestleMania 15. I mean, this went badly, didn't it? My word. There's so much to unpack here, I'll never get it all in, but it does indeed start with the brawl for all. A Vince Russo idea where we would have real fights on a show that predominantly had predetermined fights that were also meant to be real fights. So there's the issue right there. We were actually telling people that everything you saw outside of the Brawl for All was nonsense. When we also then decided to let winner Bart Gunn face Butterbean at WrestleMania, the whole thing became a farce, especially because Mr. Bean was a professional boxer. And sure, he wasn't the cream of the crop, but he'd still been in that game for years. The whole thing was so poorly thought out. Shockingly, Gunn was sparked out in seconds, as was his wrestling career. WWE decided he was to blame for this and he was let go soon afterwards. 
This was an utter disaster. Number three, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin at WrestleMania 35. Talk about both guys being in a lose-lose situation. Baron Corbin was just doing what he was told in 2019 and getting nothing but hate, whereas Kurt Angle had come out, said he was retiring, and that he wanted to face John Cena. So whatever was WWE thinking? Because Cena was never available for this, so expectations were then tarnished. So when it was announced it would be Angle versus Corbin in Kurt's last match, fans were always going to be nonplussed. We'd already told them it could be somebody else. Baron was actually a superb choice, by the way, because he is such a safe worker. And let's just say Angle wasn't in his best health when he decided to hang up the boots, but yeah. The audience wanted a proper nostalgia fest to say goodbye to our Olympic hero, and then we didn't get it the end. Number two, DX versus The Undertaker and Kane at Crown Jewel 2019. So we must caveat this with the rumor that Shawn Michaels was paid $3 million for this performance. Let me repeat that. $3 million. That is all speculative, but would you have turned even half that amount down? Of course you wouldn't, you nut nuts. Fans were always going to be sad about it as the heartbreak kid had been the one guy who retired on top and never returned. And as for the match, sheesh. Everybody involved has admitted it was a farce, and I swear the powers that be were against this too. Triple H tore his pet, Kane's mask fell off, Michaels landed on his head, Taker could barely walk. Just didn't work. Sadly, this underlined why sometimes it is best to leave the memories alone, but again, I don't hold this against Shawn Michaels at all because no one is saying no to one of the best paydays of your life you gotta eat number one brock lesnar versus kofi kingston at the 4th of october 2019 smackdown do you want to know why fans hated this because they knew they knew given that wwe was debuting on fox the big guns were always going to come out including the rock in the opening segment by the time we got to the main event it was a world title match too where poor kofi kingston was fed to the wolves or Brock Lesnar. Because despite Kofi Mania being the best thing of that year and the fact we all loved him, WWE decided to have Kingston run at Brock, get caught in the F5, and lose his WWE title in seconds. The sadness was real, and what was worse is that everybody had predicted this, hence the early hate. The writing was on the wall. Thankfully, Kofi is cool with this today, which is all that matters, but still. This was not giving the people what they wanted, and I shall never talk of it again until a future list video needs it as an entry. I gotta do my job. Know of any other wrestling matches you hated before you saw them? Make sure you let us know in the comments below and don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Make sure you follow us on social media at whatculturewwe and Simon316. And we do have some other list videos I think they want to be watched. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. You make sure you have yourself a lovely little day and I'll talk to you on the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.